hours every weekday, covering everything from Torah, Parsha, holidays, and so much more. This is 101.9 High FM, Soul to Soul. Good afternoon, Yoni Sidbon. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you very much. So first of all, welcome to South Africa. My pleasure Africa. to be here. It's our pleasure you're here. Thank you. First time in South Africa? Yeah, first time in South Africa. Okay, actually. so that's that's a, a big step for us in uh, in the connection between Israeli uh, leadership and uh, South African community. You before you went into politics, you were in the army. Yeah, Israeli army. Uh, what? Um, well, you were a Sganaluf, I think it's called. Yeah, it's a lieutenant colonel in the okay. army. Sganaluf in Hebrew, okay. in a known brigade called Golani. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's an infantry uh, brigade. Fighters. Yeah, of course. Top, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the top units of Israel. Yeah. Okay. And that led you to, you wrote a book about uh, making decisions under fire, as we say, um, many difficult moments. And and that's the topic I would like to start with. How do we actually able, I, I know in South Africa, we don't know what war means to the level that people in Israel know what war, war means. But everybody on their own uh, level has stress. We all deal with stress. Um, if it's a child in school, if it's an adult that's just uh, drowning with social media or drowning with uh, financial commitments, we're all under stress. How do we deal? How do we make decisions under stress? How do we start looking into the light? Mm-hmm. So I took my uh, experience in the army as an officer, as a soldier in the army during uh, a decade. And I saw my friends and my commander uh, that were killed close to me in the uh, known battle in Binge Bill in South Lebanon during the Second Lebanon War in Gaza and Judea and Samaria. 2006. 2006, exactly. And after yeah. also, the, you know, Israel uh, is uh, has a big, big fight uh, ordering her, uh, during his, uh, her uh, establishment. So I took, I took the, the, my experience in the army and after in the politics and I, and I see and I ask myself, what was my, what were my sources when I was in a, an extreme situation? What gave me the force to continue, not to stop, not to be freezed? And I saw that there was three main sources that empower me. First of okay. all, was my values. Where I grew up, I grew up in a family, in a Jewish family, in Israel, Zionism, Judaism. It's very important. What I learned in school, conversation with my with my teachers, with my parents, I, I can say that in the uh, in the middle of the battle, uh, there was a moment that I was freezed. There was uh, three bullets that uh, crossed my uh, very was crossed my ear, was the shot right, shot right in front of you, right, right in front of you, yeah, okay. shot me, and I was freezed. And I remember, and I remember during this moment, this I don't know how much, how many, uh, it was three hours or two more, two minutes, or two seconds, because during the battle you don't, you don't have the, uh, you lose the concept yeah, of time. Yeah, exactly. Completely. Okay. And I saw the, first of all, I thought about my family. The picture of my wife and my children, I saw them during, during a picture of my, my family. So I thought, who am I? Why am I here? Why am I here? I am here. These are our five values. Second, before you go on to second, I just, I, I, it's, it's fascinating because you're raising here two points. Number one, the responsibility that we have as parents and educators yeah. to know because any one of our kids or our students could find themselves one day in a life threat or in a very 
difficult moment. And what goes through their mind is my values, what I had as a child, what I grew up to, how important it is for us to be a very good, empowering influence on our kids, which is a fascinating thing. But another thing I think that's very important, and we sometimes tend to forget, a lot of our stress comes from uh, work, from finances, mm-hmm. from economies. But you say that when you had bullets shot at you, the only thing that went through your mind was my family. Yeah. And how many times do we give up our family so easily for, for work, work or for business or, or for, for money? Yeah, yeah, for anything, yeah. for social media, for how many likes I get for breakfast. <laughs> it's it's insane. Exactly. But uh, but at the bottom line, it's it's the family. I think so. the family. It's the basic thing in every life of every children, all around the world, especially in the Jewish uh, attitude. And this is what happened. During the battle, I thought about my family. This was first. Second, the, we, we spoke about values. Second is the experience of the others. You know, I thought during this battle, what my commander in the past, what happening in the officers during all the wars in Israel, all the battles during the Israel, Eric Sharon and the others during the Yom Kippur War and the others, what, what they will do if, in this situation. So the experience of the others, I read many books, many biographi- biographies, political biographies, uh, uh, soldiers biographies and the others, and the experience gave me the, uh, the, the uh, confidence to, that so I know you what have to who do. to look up to yeah. and, and yeah. learn from what yeah. they do. So it's, so it's your values and, and a vision. Learning of, for the experience of the others. Of the it's very important. So when, when we, spoke about, we spoke about education, when a father or a mother speak with their child and gave them advices and, and with the stories, what happened with them when they were tried, when they, 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 they gave them the, their experience, it's very important. And f- Before we go on to the third one, um, unfortunately, I do have to take an ad break. We'll take a short ad break, and when we come back, we will continue um, the three main concepts of how to deal under tremendous amount of stress. 101.9, Chai FM, Chai by G, a short break in studio. I'll just remind you, I'm here with former Knesset member Yoni Shidbon, and he is at present as the deputy mayor of Netanya. And 34519, is there anything you want to ask him? You want to tell him about Israeli politics, about stress, about the relationship with the Jewish community here in South Africa? 061-895-1019 is the WhatsApp line. 34519 is SMS line. Short break, and we'll be right back. This is Soul to Soul on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 High FM, Chai Chinuch, We are back in the middle of a fascinating interview with former Knesset member, Yoni Shidbon. Sidbon or Shidbon? Shidbon. Shidbon. Originally, my parents are from Paris, but originally they come from Algeria and Morocco. Algeria, so it's Shidbon. Um, and we are discussing your book regarding dealing and taking decisions under lots of stress. And right before the break, you mentioned three important points, and you went through two. One is you got to focus on your values and focus on who you can learn from, so. look up to in the past, in the history, where you, what are your abilities to use um, exactly the, the roots that we come from. And the third? The third point was, during the battle, was the, uh, the understand that I'm now a commander. I have a position. There are soldiers behind me, so you have to make a decision. So I understood, not just in the army, every, in every moment in our lives, as a parent, if you are a mother, if you are a father, 
you have the responsibility to make a decision. You cannot say everything is good. You know, right. people are looking up to you, and yeah, look, you got to make the, exactly. the right. It's, exactly. it's your so the position, the position, the role is very important in in a moment like extreme moment that you have to make a decision. During the battle, I say to myself, "I am the commander." Behind me, there are soldiers. I, I had to make a decision. That's not the time to be humble. Yeah, say. exactly. But doesn't that put you under under more stress? In yeah. my exper- in my experience, in my experience, I saw that these three points gave me the force to continue. I mean, and like I said before, in the first moment, I was freezed. I cannot move. And I command there uh, with a big experience under fire in Gaza and Judea and Samaria. And I found myself in a, for three moments, I don't know how, how many, how, uh, it's long, but the, uh, during the battle, I, I was freezed. And at three, these three points, the experience of the others, the, our values, and the position that I am commander gave me the force to continue and uh, to continue during the battle till we uh, win this battle. It was very hard battle and binge bell. And 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 that gave the, gave the foundations, which fascinates me because I know uh, it's very busy days in Israel now. And yeah. as a former Knesset member, you just finished your elections of the city where mm-hmm. you um, were voted as deputy mayor of Netanya. And going, the Israeli government is going into elections in the next yeah, couple of months. Yeah. And still you found the time to say, stop, I'm investing two, three days into relationship with the Jewish community in South Africa. Mm-hmm. How, why now and what gives us the strength to actually let go of all the chaos that's happening there and come here? Since the establishment of the State of Israel, yeah, I think the uh, the leadership, the understanding was the, uh, that there are Jews all around the world in diaspora. We are here in Israel. We had to build our, our country, to build our state. And the the role of all the Jewish all around the world is support the state of Israel. I think after, after uh, 70 years since the foundation of the state of Israel, now it's the time to understand that there are needs also to the uh, of the, uh, of the, the, the Jewish in the diaspora everywhere the and diaspora the state Jews. the diaspora yeah. excuse me diaspora yeah. Jews in diaspora it, it's in, in French I speak French uh, so it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the French uh, okay. word so. So now, there's a new attitude now in the state of Israel that the connection, the, the, its importance to the state of Israel and the Jewish that living all around the world, and especially in, in South Africa, to maintain and to empower the connection bet- between all the Jews all around Israel. So, because in the uh, in the beginning, we fought, the Israel fought, now the main issue is Israel, Israel, Israel. And it's it's true, because we had... The Six-Day War, the Yom Kippur War, First Lebanon War, Second Lebanon War, all the issues in Gaza and Judea and Samaria. But now we feel that one of the role of the State of Israel is to maintain and to empower the connection between all the Jews around the world. All the Jews around the world have the same values, have the same uh, uh, same destination. It, it, it's it's fascinating that you say that because of the massive reach out that we're going through. Um, I know that um, when you were in, in the Knesset member, you uh, you also put a lot of investment in the ability of Israel being a state of Torah that people could actually sit and learn, and yeah. and and anybody who wants to learn will be able to stay and learn. Exactly. And 
I don't know if I should say some say that it even cost you some political price <laughs> to it, yeah. but you stood very strongly and proud for the Jewish nation. But we see a very strong reach out because, you see, you're coming here from the state of Israel and kind of connecting to the Jewish diaspora. The other rabbi that's already in studio is representing the Agudas Israel of America, which is an amazing giant organization of over 100 years. And kind of people are starting to reach out. Um, I even had a, a conversation not long ago. Somebody who's far from you politically, probably, yeah. but um, Benzi Gupstein, I'm, I'm yeah. sure you know. And we had a discussion about Niso uh, um, et etc. Yeah. And one of the things he said is we need to um, bring more light of Judaism into the diaspora world. Mm-hmm. And the reach out is very important. And I'm wondering... Do you see something that's happening around the world that this is changing? Why are we going towards uh, reach out now is more than 20 years ago, more than 10 years ago? What's happening in the world? I think the West culture is the challenge, the values of the Judaism all around the world. Like we can say it uh, clearly. We are all Democrats and we are living in the democratic uh, country in Israel, South Africa. But our nature values like Judaism, that kibbutz uh, avayim, education, and now we're in the same in the same field. All the Jewish all around the world, and you can say that. I think you told me before that there are many non-Jews that hear our now our conversation. Yes, <laughs> we get lots of feedback <laughs> from them. Okay, yeah. and I think we have something to to say to the world, say to ourselves. First of all, to ourselves. Yes, there is many many uh, modern values. And uh, in the west side of the waters, in, uh, in you know, in New America, and here, and Israel, about pluralism. But in the same time, we have to say we have the Torah, we have the Judaism values, we have all the, the Ten Commandments. And now it's uh, the uh, the battle about the culture, about our values, is harder than before. And this is why I feel, and many uh, representative of the state of Israel, that we have to empower the connection between Israel and the, and the Jewish all around the world. And use the Jewish Torah platform for everybody. Of course. This is, exactly. I'll end up with one thing, okay? And, and I think you were um, one of the first ones that went out on that. Um, you, as, as mentioned, you, in Israel there's an expression, Melech Haaretz, okay? <laughs> the the uh, elite of the country. You, you lived in Kiryat Moshe. You were a, a high commander in the army. Knesset member, deputy mayor. Um, but then when you, when anybody Googles your name, we see that the, your main investment in the Israeli government was investing in weaker communities and in, um, out of the main cities and finding the, the, the people that need the help and need the, the extra push, I'd say. And here I see you again, as I said, leaving Israel and coming to South Africa in order to establish, establish a relationship between Israel and South Africa. What does that drive? Where does that come from? And if a parent that's listening here says, I want my child to be that way. I want my child to be looking around the world, around the community, seeing what help he can give, what Torah he could push in, what Judy, what Judaism he could push in, what um, good deeds and relations that he could help. Mm-hmm. What, what would be the key to that? There is a known sentence that we all know, the Kol Yisrael Aravim The meaning is not just... Uh, do a like in Facebook and feel, wow, I heard about a terrible, uh, terrible occasion uh, or terrible thing in the, uh, like you said before about the, the young Israel that was murdered, uh, fortunately, uh, 
in the weekend and do like and speak about it in Facebook. It means to be with the others, to be there physically. Physically, in, in, when I was a member of Knesset, I understand when I, I grew up in Etania, but in the same time, there was the small villages in Yerucham, it's called in the south of, uh, the south of, uh, in the of south. Israel, in the yeah. south of Israel, in the, no, in the north, Kirat, Kirat Shemunah, and there are neighbors, poor poverty in everywhere, and I understand, I grew up in strong family, Baruch Hashem, but I, my father is a cardiologist, and my mother is, she's also in a, as an art doctor, but we always, Educated that you have to be there with everyone and to speak, have a kavod for everyone. And when I was a member of Knesset, I remember now I have a seat in the, as in, in the Knesset and I feel good. I do f- good things from the state of Israel. I go abroad, speak about security, about everything. But at the same time, there is poverty everywhere. And call Israel Arvim it's meaning to be here in, in South Africa and at the same time to be in the Rucham, Kiat Shmuna and in the south of Tel Aviv. Uh, it's um, unbelievable. Anybody who wants to meet you, I know you're here for two days. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, in order to establish, there's going to be a meeting between the Jewish community and um, and you tonight at, um, at this evening at Keter Eliyahu. Exactly. Um, I will not give the address here on the radio, but if anybody wants information, you can email me at rabbigsa at gmail.com, and I will give you the exact address. Um, but tonight, there will eight be o'clock. a meeting tonight at 8 o'clock. Anybody who has what to say, wants to mention anything, Keter Eliyahu, 8 o'clock, with former Knesset member Yoni Shidbon and currently um, Deputy Minister of Netanya. Thank you so much for Thank being you. with Thank us. Thank you very much. And I just wish you luck in your journey. And let's all Jews in all places get together. It was one, It's a wonderful uh, conversation. It was my pleasure to be here in Haifem. Thank you very much. Yoni Shidbon, thank you so, so much.